0: Welcome to this episode of the Multifamily Mindset Growthcast Extended Cut. We got a little bit different of an episode today. It's not going to be a guest. It's going to be somebody that we have on the podcast regularly. We have Tyler Devereaux on today. Um, we wanted to get Tyler on because there's a there's a question that keeps popping up um, within our network and within, uh, within the people that we work with regarding mindset. And the question that keeps popping up is how do we teach our kids about mindset? How do we start teaching them at a young age about the importance of mindset and growing your mindset? So we're going to kind of dive into that today. I'm fortunate enough to be with Tyler pretty often around his kids. So I'm actually lucky enough to be able to witness how he teaches them mindset and learn from that. So one day when I become a father, I'll be able to use those skills. So I'm very fortunate to do that. But I really wanted to get this these things from Tyler documented because I know that it's going to help me, but it's going to help everybody else, too, that has this question. So let's dive in, Ty. The first question that I wanted to ask you.
1: First off, thanks for saying that I was a good dad right there. Did I I say that? that? It was pretty much you said I was a good dad. You are. You are a good dad, you.
0: No, you are. You are, of course. (laughs) Thanks for having me on, too, dude. Yeah, of course, man. Uh, Before we dive in, is there anything you want to share regarding teaching kids' mindset before I start diving into these questions? Is there anything you want to share?
1: Oh, just how important it is, man. I mean, I think I love that that's a question that's regularly on the page, you know? Yeah. Because... I believe that that is something that probably wasn't always on people's thoughts, you know back in the day. Yeah. Now it's come to the forefront of people's minds because they realize that, dude, mindset is just everything. Yeah. You know, I had, I had the opportunity to grow up with two parents, <clears throat> my mom, who was just the happiest, loving, she's just the just funniest person. They, I love her, and my dad, who was a clinical social worker, and my dad was the more that I learned about mindset the more that I realize how good my dad was at his job. He was very tactical in how he went through things. And I know for a fact that that has had an impact on my life. I'll give you some examples of that too.
0: Sweet, sweet. We we can definitely dive into that for sure. This tonight actually, is it tonight that you're teaching the youth at church about mindset? Why is it important for you, before we dive into these questions, why is it important for you to teach youth about mindset? Uh, Man, it's important. I love, I just, first
1: off, I get more out of it than they ever will. I just do. Yeah. Uh, I love surrounding myself with the youth and the energy that they have and the hope that they have. And I want to I assist in that hope and that guidance. And I just feel like this world is this crazy world with so many obstacles you know, to go about. And if I can share some wisdom on anything that I've experienced, I, I would love to do that. Yeah. So it's important. It's just important to me, dude. And you know, growing up, there were so many people that played such a huge impact on, on me in my life. That they didn't have to do that. They didn't have to do that. Right. You know, I, I always, there's so many men Key Daly, Chris Cold, Jeff Brummett, Larry Vest, Grandpa Larry. Like, dude, tons. And I'm just grateful for them.
0: all of them. All of them. So you almost want to give back, in a sense, for oh, yeah. what they gave you. No, that's awesome. Definitely. So that kind of all, that almost answers the first question that I was going to ask you is why is it important to teach kids about mindset?
1: Yeah. It's just all, it, that's where everything starts, yeah. right? Like, it is if we can understand that every experience, it is, every experience is how we interpret it to be, then we can then we can begin to like dictate our terms. One of the, the questions that uh, I ask, or we ask the kids every night, we talk about highs and lows, making sure we're pulling out highs, and then we're also talking about how you know who controls their emotions, who controls their feelings, who's in control of themselves. Um, and dude, it has a huge impact, man. I'll, can I give you an example? Yeah, absolutely. Pax has this, um, he, he tends to, he's, he tends to get a little bit high strung sometimes. So he'll like, you know, he he has tons of energy. He, and so I, I have to do these little things that like help him understand how he can maintain control when there's stress. And so, and this might sound super funny, man, but I swear my life is what (laughs) what I do. He hates to feel hot. And so like, I'll always tell him like, Hey man, get your covers. It's bedtime. Get in your covers, and he'll get in his covers, and then I'll go and I'll I'll cuddle him. He'll be like, Dad. Oh my gosh, it's too hot. No, get off me. It's too hot. And so I'll just like literally hug him yeah. while he's in his covers, and I'll be like, Okay, man, who's in control of your emotions? And he'll be like, Me. And I'll be like, Okay, you better use your breath. And he'll be like, No, like my hand. And I'm like, B- Buddy, right now I'm not. I'm, if you continue to squirm, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold you tighter. You need to use your breath. Breathe in. Breathe out. And as you do that, my grip will loosen. And so and it takes a second. And then he'll, and he realizes whew, that he can calm down and be calm and collected in a stressful environment. And I, I do it literally every night.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> so you're conscious of those things when you're teaching them too. You realize oh, that there's a need try there, to be. and you try to be conscious to teach those things. So, dude, the, the next question that I wanted to ask is, what about mindset? Do you teach? So let's kind of go over. I know you I know you probably are prepared for your lesson or your what you're going to be teaching the youth tonight. So what do you have prepared for them? regarding mindset? What is it that you're going to be sharing with them?
1: I wish that I was more prepared, okay. Jay. <laughs> I wish I was more prepared. But there's there's little things that stick out to me because I, I believe that these were things that that held me back for a long time. And one of those is just failure. You know, how I viewed failure. I did not. It's not that I was afraid to fail, but I'll, I'll tell you I didn't. But I was afraid to fail because I didn't want people to view me as a failure. That was very important to me for a number of deep psychological reasons that we don't need to necessarily get into um, for sake of offending anybody who may be listening to this. Yeah. But um, it was important to me. But in reality, man, if we're not failing at anything, we're not progressing at anything. And I want people to understand. I want Pax Marley to understand that regularly. Like We celebrate failures. Like If Pax is trying something and, or Marley is trying something and they're not succeeding at it, we well, we're, we're going we're going to put our our um, recognition into the effort not the result, right? It's the effort. It's the effort that truly should be getting the recognition. Because as long as they're truly continuing to put their mind and energy and focus towards the effort, yeah, dude,
0: they'll freaking blow past the result. Yeah, but they have to focus on the effort, right? So that's an actionable right there. Yep, is for the for parents that are teaching their kids mindset. Don't be so obsessed or worried about what the result is, yeah. but rather that there's progression there.
1: Yeah, and yeah, and recognize that they're yeah. trying something. That's you know, awesome. we we all get in this in this. And really, I've learned this from everything that I'm going to talk about today. I guarantee you I learned from Brittany. Brittany, and you know this. You've seen Brittany with the kids. Like, she is very, very, very mindful uh, when it comes to just teaching the kids, you know. She just is. And I think so many of us get caught up in only, or not only, but definitely celebrating when our kids succeed at something. And almost like. I'm getting, I don't know if frustrated is the right word, but like not celebrating when they are trying, but not succeeding. Right. So I have to make it an, an effort. And this is some, for example, okay. I try to play uh, catch with packs every night. Yeah. And sometimes that's challenging. And uh, cause sometimes he tries his hardest and sometimes he doesn't. And Britt will, um, keep the window open in the kitchen and listen. And then give me some guidance later that night. I love that. <laughs> hey, you know, I heard how you did this. Maybe try this, <laughs> you know, which I love it. And so Another
0: actionable. Totally. Use your spouse as teammate. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody, teammate dude, to give you sure. some feedback. For sure.
1: And it's, it's starting with these small little wins, you know, these, these small little things in the beginning hey, instead of starting so far up, start really small. Like, like if you're playing catch, like be really close. Toss it back and forth, then scoot. Toss it back and forth, and scoot. And just continue to reinforce that positive, like, good job, hey. And if he drops yeah, yeah, it, yeah. oh, man, hey, that was a great effort there, dude. If, when he drops it to celebrate that more than the catch, you should expect the catch. Yeah, You're going to catch it every time. You should expect that. But when you didn't catch it, did you try your hardest? If so, let's recognize
0: that. And if not, why not? What happened? Did you get distracted? That's it, too. And then correcting it there. That's, bro, that's so good that you You say that. saved it all the way into the mitt.
1: When when he's dropping it, it's – and this is where Pax gets frustrated with me because I might hone on this a little bit too much. Yeah. Okay, Pax, what did you do there? I missed it. Yeah, but why did you miss it? Why did you miss it? Well, because you threw the ball too high. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No. That was a good throw. Your (laughs) mitt hit the ball. Why did you miss it? Because you stepped to the side because you were af- afraid that the ball was going to hit you. That's where's your eyes? Your eyes are here. You're, if you're if you're trying to catch it back here, you can't see it. Catch it out in front of you. You know that's the actionable right. And then you continue to drill that in about 578 times until <laughs> he finally gets it.
0: No, and that's one of the other things when teaching kids is the re- the repetitive nature of it. It's kind of yeah. you're going to have to repeat it a few times for sure. How do you go about teaching these lessons to them? We kind of you've kind of shared a bunch of examples on how you go how you go about it, Yep. do you and Brittany sit and talk and kind of plan and kind of notice the maybe corrections that need to be made? What does, Absolutely. That, what does that look like? Absolutely. We talk about it probably every night. It's like awesome. Every night,
1: what's going on with the kids? What are they struggling with? Where can we be more mindful? What experiences can we create? Hey, what experiences? So first off, to answer your question, how do we do it? Trying to give them as many experiences as possible to – To have to make decisions, right? Things that are uncomfortable, things that they can experience, trying to help them fail a lot. Now that sounds crazy, but it's trying to help them fail a lot so that they can know how to rebound from it and doing this in this controlled, safe environment. You know, you've been over the house and you've seen them teach some different things, right? So situations like that, trying to just put them in, give them opportunities to do that kind of stuff, right? But... It's I think also, can,
0: I, can I interject yeah. there? I think that's super interesting because I, a lot of the times I don't have kids, so it's kind of hard for me to say. But I imagine that parents don't want their kids to fail. A lot of the time in their mind they're thinking, I don't want them to fail. I want to protect them and I want to coddle, not necessarily coddle them, but help them through these things so they don't feel that feeling of failure. Totally. But it seems like it's almost the opposite a little bit. Is You're putting them in the position to fail because really that's the only way that they're going to be able to grow.
1: And the only way that they're going to be able to... They're going to fail in life. They're going to have yeah. hardships in life no matter how much we try to protect them. And that, so it's it's having this long-term perspective. In the short term, what's most comfortable is to protect them from every failure that they're going to have. Right. But in the long term, that is going to... F, f
0: them up. Yes, yeah. it, is, it just is, man.
1: Yeah. And so if they can understand these small little failures growing up, that they can overcome them, they can rebound, they can pivot, they can then win these these experiences start to get bigger and bigger, then they can start to understand as well that their, yeah. their identity changes, their confidence changes, and they know that they can overcome those things.
0: You c- so. almost cultivate the identity of a problem solver for them. When you do that, that's you it. help them cultivate that personality of, I can solve problems. It's a problem. It's not a big deal. I failed a little bit, but that I can bounce back. Yes. I think that's huge, right? Teaching that at such a small age. I wish I would have maybe had more of that at a younger age too, because sure. We're taught failures are failures, right? You failed, you're a failure. And, that, yeah. and that's an awful feeling. But to reframe that and teach that at a younger age, so crucial, I feel.
1: And just like correcting, like even I was just yeah. thinking as you were saying that today I was taking Pax to school and he wanted uh, – he had a mask in his bag, but it's not the mask that he wanted. right? So now I have this opportunity and, and really what should I do here? So he starts to like – almost like he's about to cry is what it looks yeah. like, right? Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. It's not how we solve anything is to get emotional. Take a breath. What's the solution? What's the solution? I'm going to get Marley out of the car. By the time I come around to your side, you better have a solution. Yeah. And I come around and he's like, Hey dad, do you think that we could go back to the house before you drop me off at school so that I could grab the mask that I want her to grab? Absolutely, buddy. Let's do it. You know, it's like it's yeah. those little things and stopping and being like, it, like they'll, we'll be in the car and they'll be like, I'm hungry. Okay. That's the problem. What's the solution? Uh, can I have some food? Do you guys have any food? Sure do. Here you go. It's those little things, though. Yeah. And then one more thing that I'll mention is so what we found, too, to be every, – every kid reacts differently. Yeah. So Marley – I'm not going to lie, dude. Marley's a rock. We can tell Marley to do something and, like, give her some mindset principle. <laughs> and she runs with it, dude. Paxton's a little bit more, like, bullheaded a little bit. And so – but what we've seen with Pax is if we talk about a, a situation – And we're very mindful about this, like me and Brit are in the kitchen. And we're talking about something that we know Pax is struggling with. And we talk about an experience that I just had at work or an experience that uh, we know somebody else just had. And we're not even talking to him. He's in the background coloring, but we know he's listening. Cause he's an attentive little dude yeah. and we're talking about an experience and dude, two days later, he all of a sudden he'll bring it up and we'll see him teaching it to Marley or we'll see him implementing what we just talked that's about. Awesome. It's amazing.
0: That's awesome. So that's one of my next questions is how, how do parents go about teaching them? I and you almost just answered by being an example, by teaching, by, by living those mindset principles. That's key. Right? Yeah. I,
1: I believe living it. It's not, you know, I, I asked, um, Brittany and Brittany's, you know, asked Britney's. Um, I can't even remember what I asked her, but essentially what she says, it's, it's not just like one thing, and we all know this. Like it's yeah. not just one thing, one lesson that we're going to teach. It's living it, dude. It's living it all the time, and it's just being mindful of it. And that's and listen, we fail all the time. I right. mean, holy shit, man. Right. we fail. All, me, I fail all the time. <laughs> but having somebody there to give me some feedback to, and feedback's critical too, man. Yeah. I don't take that as, um, as like I don't take offense to that. I want to be the best freaking dad that I could possibly be, but I know that I'm not all the time. So if somebody can help me be a better dad, awesome. Tell me what I can do. Right. Let's try it.
0: Yeah. So it almost essentially what you're doing for your kids and teaching them mindset. You also have somebody doing that for you. We all should. Yeah, we all should. For sure. Absolutely. I have
1: you teaching me all the time with how you live your life. I have Dallas Pruitt and all the things that I learned from him, everybody in the office. I learn from everyone all the time on how they handle situations. Uh, Because I want
0: to be better at that. And and essentially, that's what your kids are doing as well. Whether they understand it or not, if you're living those principles in front of them and being an example, then they don't know any different. They, They just know that that's the way that you need to live. Dude. Yep. I, see I, it. Dude, and I want to share an experience that I have. Dude, recently I've been thinking, I've obviously we're always thinking and teaching about mindset. Yeah. And I've and I've kind of dug deep into why I have some of these mindset principles because I'll be straight up honest. I wasn't a big reader. I've become a reader within the past few years. Yeah. But I have a lot of these mindset principles instilled in me and a lot of these mindset things that I do, growth principles that I do all of the time. And I've kind of thought back and dug in Why? How do I have those, and how? Why are those instilled in me? And it, for whatever reason, I keep coming back to the lessons my mom taught me when we were at the grocery store. Yeah, I love it. So there's so many things: being conscious of others, making being kind to others, making sure you're not in the other people's way, helping others that may need help. On the top shelf, I was I was six feet by the time I was 13. So you I were, was, yeah, I was. I was Jeez. tall. So I was able to help people with stuff like that having a list before you go, having a plan of action before you go into the store. All of those principles were just subliminal things that my mom did that taught me those things. So the thing that I wanted to add above all of these things that Ty's talked about is for parents to be an example and live mindset for their kids. Because when you're doing that, they are absorbing it As kids are like sponges, right? I don't know how many times I've heard that they absorb everything that's around them. So if you as a mom or you as a dad are living these mindset principles, they're going to be want to be like mom and dad. Totally. And they're going to start living those mindset principles as well. Yep. And Tyler. it gives them the
1: opportunity
0: yeah. to live those mindset principles.
1: Absolutely. My dad, I remember playing football. I played sports growing up. And my dad would always, and I told you, he was very intentional about things. Yeah. And he, was, he would, I think I've mentioned this even on past podcasts, but he's, I would get tackled and he'd be like, dude, when you get tackled, you stand up immediately as fast as you can as fast as you can man because what that's going to do that's going to intimidate the other person like oh my gosh I just laid my freaking hardest hit on that person and that it didn't even phase that dude yeah. even if it did phase me stand up but what also happens when you stand up I'm good cuz you just stood up dude yeah. so it's such a, it's such a subtle thing yeah. such a subtle subtle thing and uh, my my dad was very intentional he's just intentional of helping me understand like when you get knocked down that that moment um doesn't define what happens next. Right. And what happens next is how you, how you, how you handle it right then. Are you going to stand up? Are you going to lay down? Are you going to move forward or are you going to go backwards? What are you doing, right? But what, what you do right now is going to dictate what you're doing in the future.
0: Awesome. So. Ty, thank you for sharing. Um, these tips and tricks on how parents can help their kids understand mindset, the important of, the importance of it, and tips and tricks on how to teach them these things as well—super valuable. Okay. So, thank you for taking the time. You're yeah, good. I you, got one more yes, thing. Yes, absolutely. Let's hear it.
1: Every single parent, dude. Every single parent. Every person, I've learned from these books. There, Jocko Willink has some kids books. Okay. And Jocko Willink, J A C K O W. His last name is W I L L I N K. Some of you have heard of Extreme Ownership. Uh, he has a book called Extreme Ownership. That's for mm-hmm. grown ups. but he has kids' books, and we have started reading those uh, to our kids. There's, I think there's three or maybe four. I, think, I can't remember if we're on the third or the fourth, but those have had a huge impact, man. Awesome. Those have had a huge impact on PAC's understanding that there's a growth process in these different things. Physically, mentally, how we treat people, how we view people, how we compare ourselves to others, and why we shouldn't do that, how we can focus on these little things that lead to big things, how doing one pull up can lead to freaking doing 50. Like, they're great books. Jocko does an amazing job. Everyone should read those books. For there sure. Go.
0: Another resource. There we go. The books from Jocko Winlink. And I'll put them in the description as well, a link to it, so people can access those as well. So, Tyler, thank you so much, man. Thank such, you, such, brother. Such valuable information. If you guys aren't following us, Please do multifamilymindset.com. You can find all of our links to all of our socials as well as following Tyler. Tyler, throw out your handle.
1: Tyler Devereaux, I think Tyler underscore Devereaux, D E V E R a U X. -X. Not that other Tyler Devereaux, but dude, listen, also, I'm going to say something, man, rate, share the growth. Cause it's all we ask, man. It's all we ask. We want. And that is, once again, we just talked
0: about feedback. Give us some feedback for sure. We want to know feedback. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: And once again, it also helps us get it out, the message out to more people. Um, so really, if you don't share this podcast, you are. what that means is that you are depriving parents of helping their kids, which means millions of people are going to suffer because you didn't share. Don't be a dick. Share it. Yes. Guilty, for them. Yes. We're guilting you into sharing <laughs> Share it, damn it. Let's see if it works.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for tuning in. Have a great rest of your weekend. Take Aloha.
1: Care. Mahalo. Peace.